You're listening to the Adventures of a Birth Photographer podcast. I'm your host, Joe Robertson, photographer at Lillian Cray's Birth Photography. In each episode, I'll be deep diving into all things birth and birth photography. If you're obsessed with these topics like me, you're in the right place. I'll be having real conversations, sharing honest thoughts, and there'll be a whole lot in between, so stick around. I'm excited you're here, and I can't wait to see where this adventure takes us. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello and a warm welcome to episode two of the podcast. Today I'm going to be sharing some remarkable things you can do with your placenta. I think you might find it quite interesting. Personally, I love placentas and I wish that I had paid much more attention to both of mine before they were kind of whipped away. These days, I think that I've developed uh, like a mild obsession with them. Every time I'm at a birth, photographing the placenta is kind of a pretty standard thing that I do because I absolutely love them. This episode is based on a blog that I've already written, which includes a lot of the links that I'm going to be mentioning. So I'm going to put a link to that blog in my show notes. And then within that blog, there are hyperlinks to all the different things that I'm talking about. I think you might be quite surprised, actually, at the array of things um, that you can do with your placenta. Once I started Googling things to do with your placenta, it was pretty hard to stop. And some of them were very common things that you could do with your placenta. And some of them were surprising. Some of them were very surprising. (laughs) And I'm going to leave the very weirdest one, I want to say, until right at the end. And do let me know what you think as well. So it really, it kind of blows my mind uh, that our bodies not only grew a babe, but it also grew this cocoon that protected and nourished our babe too. And I just think the placenta deserves some acknowledgement and a little bit of celebration for everything it's done through our pregnancy. Woohoo, go placentas, I love them. So even if you're not planning on doing anything at all with your placenta, the kind of one thing, tiny, tiny thing I would urge you to do is to at least kind of look at it. You know, make sure that um, you just ask your midwife that you want to have a little look. And they're really, really brilliant. They'll kind of show you the sac and everything and show you the veins and the end of the cord. And you can see the veins at the end of the cord as well. So maybe this is something you want to put on your birth plan that you want to at least see your placenta before it's disposed of. So here comes a list then of all the different things you can do with your placenta. Now I wanted to start with a tiny little fact that I love. Often the placenta is referred to as the tree of life and maybe you've heard this term before. It's nicknamed the tree of life partly because its function is life-sustaining but also when you look at it the veins resemble a tree and they look a little bit like the roots of a tree. And it's just beautiful. It's staggeringly beautiful. So this is why I want you to have a little look at it. So without any further ado, let's go. Brace yourselves. Grab a pen and paper. And if I mention something that floats your boat, maybe a few of these might pique your interest enough to go and investigate them a little bit further. I hope that they do. Let's start with a fairly common one. You can encapsulate your placenta. Now this involves steaming and dehydrating and then grounding the placenta and making them into easy to swallow pills. If you're looking to consume your placenta, this might be a really great option for you. I would recommend that you do find a specialist who's experienced at placenta encapsulating and they'll also be able to tell you all the benefits of consuming your placenta too. 
Now sticking with consumption of your placenta, the other option could be to make it into a fruit smoothie. Now this can consist of a piece of raw placenta blended with lots of fresh fruits, really strong flavoured fruits like, like berries, bananas, apples and maybe a little bit of spring water, something like that. I've added a ton of placenta smoothie recipes in the blog that I've mentioned. So go and check that out if you are considering making a smoothie with your placenta. Ideally, if you do want to go down this road, it is recommended that you make a placenta not long after it's been birthed, so it needs to be quite fresh. The other thing you could do with regards to kind of consumption is to tincture your placenta. And this is where the placenta is grounded and then mixed with some alcohol and then you can take them as drops. It's definitely worth googling the benefits, I would say, of placenta consumption. See what, see what other women are saying and, and talk to this, the specialists that deal with all different kinds of placenta consumption. Now I hope you're still with me and you haven't faded off somewhere because there's still a lot more. I just wanted to get those ones out of the way first. Now I really, really like this next one. You could put some gloves on and inspect your placenta. It's an incredible organ and well worth the opportunity to explore it a little. And I've been at quite a few births where husbands have put on some gloves too and children and I've had a good old rummage around and a look. It's really, really fascinating. The next one I really like too. <laughs> you could make some jewellery with it. Yes, this is an actual thing. There's a company in the UK that does it. But basically how they do it is they take parts of your dry placenta and they mix it with some clear resin. Um, they then can go on to make bracelets and earrings and pendants and rings, pretty much anything I think jewellery wise. Now the company I found is in the UK and it's called Grandma the Turtle. Uh, again, head to the blog because the link to that is there. Making jewellery out of my placenta would have really appealed to me, but alas, mine were whipped away. So the next thing um, you could do with your placenta is you could donate it. Now the blood that still remains in the placenta and the cord is full of stem cells. It is advised to wait until the cord is turned white and that it stop pulsing. And then whatever's left, this then could be used for research and development. You do need to give your consent if you want to donate your placenta and you do need to check with your midwife before birth if donating your placenta is something they do. Now the other thing you could do is you could make it into a salve. A placenta salve is basically a balm that can be made when you mix it with organic beeswax, some nutrient coconut oil, essential oil and then parts of your placenta too. Now this is often used by many women to soothe cracked nipples. So it's definitely worth looking into, particularly if you're planning on breastfeeding. It does have other benefits too, so please go ahead and, and kind of Google that and find out what else it's, it's good for. Now here comes the super obvious one. You could take a picture of it. Yes, I was bound to mention photography somewhere. Whether you hire a professional birth photographer or you take a quick snap on your phone, I do recommend that you have some kind of photographic evidence of it. So you can see how awesome it is and you could possibly show your child what the placenta looked like when they're a little bit older because it will be as unique as they are. The next one is a very popular choice and it is one that I wish I had done. Now you could bury your placenta. 
Now, if you choose to bury your placenta, you'll need to dig down at least 12 inches or more. Once you've dug down that far, you need to put your placenta down there and then you need to add lots and lots and lots of soil. And then on top of that, then you need to plant your tree of your choice. Some of the most popular trees include maple trees, fruit trees, lilac trees and fig trees. Now, there is obviously a reason why you do need to dig such a deep hole, and that's because you don't want animals digging anything up. Nope, we don't want any of that. So make sure it's a deep hole. Of course, there's the option to do nothing with it. You're not obligated to take it home, and you're not obligated to dispose of it yourself. If you're like, no thanks, the midwives can get rid of it for you. The next one is a firm favourite you could make a placenta print with it. And I offer this as part of my doula package. It's basically a print of your placenta. Now I do these at the birth using the blood from whatever's left on the placenta to make a print. When it's dried, I take it home and then I draw like a line around it with a fine red pen and then I frame and date it and they look absolutely gorgeous. But you can make one yourself. You can either do it the way that I just mentioned or you could clean it and you could add a little bit of colourful paint and make a print that way too. I think these are really, really beautiful. And you can also do something called umbilical cord art. So head over to Instagram and type in hashtag umbilical cord art and you'll see what I mean. Often, you, if the cord is long enough, you can spell the word love or I see what really popular is like making a little heart out of it. Go and check it out and let me know. Now, if you're like, oh, I don't know what to do with mine. I need more time to think. You can freeze it and this will give you plenty of time for you to think about what you want to do with it. I actually find it quite amusing to think how many placentas there are stuffed in the back of freezers right now. So if you've got your placenta in a freezer, write and let me know. How long has it been there? <laughs> I would love to know. The next one you might have heard of you can plan to have a lotus birth. This is when babe is born with the cord still attached to the placenta. Now you can leave babe attached for up to one hour or more after birth before cutting the cord. Some like to leave the placenta and the cord attached until the placenta separates naturally. Now this process can take between three and 10 days and it does mean that you need some way of carrying your baby and placenta carefully at the same time. So I'm not really sure how practical this is, but I believe that it works for some people. And lastly, this one surprised me and it kind of grossed me out a little bit too, if I'm honest. Are you ready? You can make a teddy bear placenta. This is definitely the most bizarre one I found and it looks like something from a Hammer horror film, I kid you not. If I've captured your curiosity, please go and take a look for yourself. Head to my blog. There's a link to an actual picture so you can see for yourself. Do let me know what you think, please. I would love to know. And this concludes my findings. If you know of any more things that you can do with your placenta that I haven't mentioned, please write to me and let me know and I will add it to the list. I hope this episode has given you some ideas around what you could do with your placenta because the placenta does deserve a little mention on our birth plans, I think. That's my humble opinion anyway. And if I could have my time back again, I would be doing a whole host of things. That is all from me today. 
is only a quick one. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it more than you know. I'll speak to you again soon. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you have a second, I'd really appreciate you leaving a quick review so that others can find the podcast. And if you want to make a real human connection with me, I would love that. All the info you need is in the show notes. Until next time, take care.